When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Okay, today we are hopping back into our exploration of the pursuer-distancer dynamic. Today, I'm going to help you learn to map out your pattern with your partner and choose a new step for doing it differently next time. Just as a reminder, I'm responding to this question my partner and I are in a pursuer and distancer dynamic. What do you do when the pursuer needs the flooded distancer to comfort them during a conflict? So today we are going to answer that question by looking at one of the first strategies, which is to make sure that you know your pattern, or as we like to call it in couples therapy, your dance. When you know your dance, you can look at conflict patterns as a series of dance moves, just like when you're learning an actual dance. If I don't know you're going to step forward, then I'm not going to know to step back and you're gonna step on my foot. But if I do know that the next move is for you to step forward, then I can step back. I can stop standing still. I can change the dance so that we no longer step on each other's feet. So here's how you can map your pattern. First, I want you to think about the last argument you had that resulted in the pursuer-distancer pattern. If you don't have a pursuer-distancer pattern, maybe just think about if it resulted in the blame game or that freeze and flee pattern that we talked about. Got it? Okay, great. Now, if you can, go grab a pen and a piece of paper Push pause if you need to, and whenever you're ready, come on back for the next part of this. Okay, so I want you to write at the top of your paper the word event. Event symbolizes that last argument that you had. Now, I want you to draw an arrow and write down the first thing that happened that started the event. You might write something like, I brought up my concerns about the kid's childcare. Then draw an arrow and point to what your partner did in reaction. Perhaps you write, my partner told me I needed to stop worrying so much. Then point an arrow to write what you think your partner felt. Maybe you could write that they felt annoyed. Then I want you to point another area, another arrow to write down what you felt when your partner said that. Maybe you said you feel dismissed and anxious, for example. Then I want you to write down what you did when you felt dismissed and anxious. Maybe you'll say that you said, I criticized my partner. Then you're gonna make another arrow and you're gonna write down what your partner did in response to that and what they were likely feeling. Then you'll write down what you did in response and what you were feeling. And you're just going to keep writing down the cycle, what I did, what I felt, what they did, what they felt, until you get to the end of the event, which usually in the pursuer distancer dynamic has to do with both people giving up, sweeping it under the carpet, 
and not having any more conversation about it. So getting exhausted and going to bed and, you know, nothing comes of it. Once you write all of this down, you're going to have a map of your cycle. For example, your cycle might look like the cycle I just mentioned. A difficult topic is brought up by partner A, partner B dismisses it. Partner A feels dismissed, so partner A follows that up with some criticism. Partner B feels shut down, so partner B walks out of the room and on and on and on and on. Next, I want you to circle one of the moves you're responsible for, just one. And that is the move you're going to be responsible for changing next time that you get in your dance. For example, if you're the pursuer, you might circle criticism. So next time it's going to be your job to avoid criticism at all costs. And that means that you're not going to criticize, even if it means you have to take a short break. If you're the one who distances, maybe next time, instead of dismissing your partner and saying something like, you're always worrying so much, you're really going to work on validating them. Or maybe instead of feeling shut down and leaving the conversation, maybe that's the one you circle, what you're going to do instead is you are going to learn to self-soothe so that you can stay in the conversation. You only have to be responsible for changing one move and the entire dance can change because you see when one person just one of you changes the dance the entire dance is going to be different sometimes it improves so sometimes i will start to let you know that i'm going to step forward and then you're going to step back and our dance improves sometimes i'll step forward and you'll choose to stay in the same exact spot and i'll step on your feet So sometimes it honestly doesn't change or it doesn't actually feel better because the other person doesn't want to dance the new dance with you. And it gives you really, really important information. So you have to at least try. This is also where comfort comes in. The listener asked, how can a flooded distancer comfort the pursuer? The first step is identifying that they are in fact feeling flooded and they are in fact distancing and then to choose to make changes in that one dance move. Tomorrow, I'm going to offer suggestions for the pursuer and the distancer who are both feeling overwhelmed to change the dance moves. That way it's no longer as difficult to engage with each other. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me at Liz Listens. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.